I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. A reporter who did take a ride. An Alabama Republican senator is accused of adding racism to the GOP's carefully crafted message about Democrats being soft on crime. We'll hear from a criminal justice professor in just minutes. The Dow up 36, lots of playoff baseball to watch, 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Russia fires missiles across Ukraine for the second day in a row as residents take cover. President Biden had an emergency meeting with G7 leaders in response to the attacks. CBS's Nancy Cordes. The latest wave of civilian casualties in Ukraine is setting off alarm bells in Washington. Republican Senator Jim Risch called Russia a terrorist state committing acts of genocide and urged the Biden administration to do more to defend Ukraine. The U.S. has already committed more than $16 billion worth of military assistance. Latest promise from the Pentagon? Eight advanced surface-to-air missiles, known as NASAMs, that can shoot down Russian cruise missiles. G7 leaders condemn the attacks and say they will stand firmly with Ukraine for as long as it takes. When asked about Russian President Vladimir Putin, President Biden says during a CNN interview... I think he is a rational actor who's miscalculated significantly. Angela Lansbury, star of Stage and Screen, has died. CBS's Tom Foti looks back at the actress once known as the First Lady of Musical Theater. Few actors ever achieve Angela Lansbury's success and longevity. She earned back-to-back Oscar nominations at the start of her career, first for Gaslight, then for the picture of Dorian Gray. What a strange poem. Who wrote it? The New York Times called her the First Lady of Musical Theater in the 1960s, And four decades later, she was back on Broadway in a little night music. And Murder, She Wrote, in which she starred as a crime-solving novelist, ran 12 seasons on CBS. Tom Fody, CBS News. Angela Lansbury was 96 years old. CBS's Steve Futterman has the latest on a recommendation for primary care doctors to screen children for anxiety and depression. The panel of medical experts has recommended for the first time that children ages 8 to 18 be screened for anxiety. The panel had previously recommended that children 12 to 18 be screened for depression. CBS's Dr. David Agus. We need to start to identify um, why we're seeing this tremendous increase both in anxiety and depression and uh, hopefully develop new ways of avoiding them. And if these conditions are detected, it could allow earlier intervention. Steve Futterman, CBS News. In anticipation of an expected winter surge, the White House is making a push for Americans to get the updated COVID booster shot. White House COVID coordinator Dr. Ajit Shah on why now is the time to do it. People should get vaccinated before Halloween. Why Halloween? Uh, because it takes a couple of weeks for your immune system to ge- you know, kind of generate the benefit from that vaccine. And that means you will be ready by Thanksgiving. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 8.03 here on WTOP, Tuesday night, October 11th, 2022. Chantilly is at 61, but eventually dropping to the upper 40s.
Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Stricter enforcement of the teen curfew in Prince George's County is going to go on a while longer. County leaders say there's been a noticeable drop in crime over the past month, so they are extending enforcement until the end of the year. WTOP's John Doman with more. They didn't say it then, and they aren't saying now that the curfew is directly related to the drop in crime. This is not mission accomplished. Prince George's County Executive Angela Alsobrooks. We had a 59% decline in carjackings. Um, between those curfew hours gives us information to say that there is a connection. Uh, but after 30 days, I think all of us would agree it's probably premature. But county leaders say overall violent crime did drop noticeably, especially during the hours of the curfew. Coupled with engaged parental involvement. Police Chief Malik Aziz says a behavior was changed. In Largo, John Dome in WTOP News. It's one of the most famous murder cases to come out of Baltimore, amplified around the world as it was featured back in 2014 on season one of the hit podcast Serial. And today, Baltimore prosecutors dropped the charges against Adnan Syed, who spent more than two decades in prison for the killing of his ex-girlfriend, Heyman Lee. WTOP's Melissa Howell begins our team coverage tonight. 41-year-old Adnan Syed's conviction for the murder of Hay Min Lee back in 1999 has been dismissed. Syed spent more than two decades behind bars and has maintained his innocence. The items that we tested had never before been tested, and we used advanced DNA to determine that it was not Adnan. Baltimore City State's Attorney Marilyn Mosby says Syed's case is now moot, meaning there is no possibility of an appeal. Syed will be the 13th individual to have been exonerated in Baltimore City. It's about making America live up to its ideals of justice and equality and freedom for everyone. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. I'm Mike Marillo. The results of the DNA testing exclude Adnan and confirm what Adnan and his supporters have always known. Adnan Syed is innocent. Assistant Maryland Public Defender Erica Suter is Adnan Syed's attorney. He's incredibly grateful for all of the people who have supported him and believed in him over the years. Suter says they also hope an investigation yields real answers. Her words for the family of Heyman Lee, the woman Syed was accused of killing. What's next for Syed? He was only 17 when he was incarcerated. He was accepted to college. He was really at the precipice of his young life. And I think he wants to, to be able to complete that and to be able to earn his degree. She says he shows an interest in law. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. It's 8.06. Metro Silver Line trains will soon be stopping at six brand new stations, including Dulles International Airport in Loudoun County. We have been waiting a long time for this. We don't have an exact start date, but it could be late in October, early November. While the public isn't able to access the new stations yet, NBC4 transportation reporter Adam Tuss recently made the trip riding in the same rail car as Metro leaders, including the general manager. Tuss tells WTOP it'll be very convenient as a ride for you going to and from Dulles. From a perspective of a traveler who needs to get from the metro platform over to the main terminal, you're going to get off the train, go down a set of escalators, stairs, or elevators, and then there's a moving underground walkway that will take you to the main terminal. Should take about five to six minutes. That's if you're not walking on the moving walkway, so it could be even quicker than that. The other great thing is you can be in downtown D.C., get on a train, and head out to Dulles for just $2. Certainly much more affordable than a $50 cab ride or Uber ride. Once we learn the exact opening date for those new Silver Line stations, we will let you know. 8.07 on WTOP, some very racially charged remarks about crime were lobbed during a political rally in Nevada over the weekend by a U.S. senator. It was a Donald Trump rally that night. We'll get reaction from a professor of criminal justice at Michigan State University. Stay close to WTOP. Your forecast is on the way as well. Veterans, you may have 
earned a variety of VA benefits. Did you know VA can help you further your education and pursue professional training? The Home Loan Guarantee Program can help you buy, repair, or adapt a home. VA provides housing support if you find yourself homeless or at risk of homelessness. And don't forget world-class health care. Learn more about these and other VA benefits. Visit choose.va.gov. car today at carsforkids.org. That's cars with a K. Your car, running or not, can be picked up as soon as the next day. You'll get a maximum tax deduction and a vacation voucher. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. 808. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Maryland, Baltimore-Washington Parkway southbound at 197. The crash is cleared. Westbound 50 at the Baltimore-Washington Parkway may have an incident there. A bit of a slowdown uh, getting to the ramps to the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Five, there are no delays to report in either direction. And 270 is in great shape, but 70 eastbound still has the truck on its side after I-70. Uh, on 70 eastbound after 270, I should say, getting my single file to the right. Things are pretty good around the Beltway in both Maryland and in Virginia. They were checking for a crash in the district near South Capitol Street on the southeast-southwest freeway. I believe it's going to be on the ramp out of the tunnel southbound on the ramp that takes you towards South Capitol Street. On 395 and 95, things are generally doing well. We haven't cleared out in Woodbridge that on uh, 95 that's still very slow from Route 1 getting over the Occoquan to 123. Beyond that, the pace is good, and we're in great shape on 66 in both directions. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. A Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast here on WTOP with Mike Stanford. We've had a beautiful string of weather across the region. We'll start to see some changes tomorrow. And rain's going to roll in Wednesday night into Thursday morning. For tonight, though, another quiet night under fair skies. Lows range from the 40 suburbs to lower 50s near the district. We'll turn partly sunny on Wednesday. One more nice day with a high in the low to mid-70s. Some morning showers on Thursday. Then we'll get a brief break. But by Thursday afternoon, rain heavy at times and a risk of strong possible severe thunderstorms. going to be a breezy day as we get up to a high near 70. Behind the front on Friday, partly cloudy skies breezy. It's going to be a little bit cooler with highs in the mid to upper 60s. First part of the weekend looks great. Partly cloudy to mostly sunny and pleasant on Saturday. We'll see highs in the low to mid 70s. Turning mostly cloudy on Sunday and by Sunday afternoon there'll be a risk of showers with highs in the lower 70s. I'm Storm Team 4, a meteorologist like Stinniford. At Fort Belvoir we're at 53, foggy bottom 62 degrees. And Silver Springs, 62, gradually falling into the 50s and upper 40s overnight in our suburban areas. And we're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 811 here on WTOP. Alabama Republican Senator Tommy Tuberville is facing a backlash over his comments during a weekend rally with former President Trump in Nevada. Tuberville spent part of the speech criticizing Democrats. Well, they're not soft on crime. They're pro-crime. They want crime. They want crime because they want to take over what you got. They want to control what you have. They want reparation because they think the people that do the crime are owed that. Bull- they are not owed that. His
comments are part of a broader critique in the final weeks before the midterm elections when control of Congress is at stake about how Democrats have responded to rising crime rates. But critics say Tuberville's remarks about reparations played into a racist stereotype about black people committing crimes. Jennifer Kobiba Dungy, professor of criminal justice at Michigan State University, she tells us about her reaction when she first heard Tuberville's speech. You know, my initial reactions when I heard it, it was certainly one of disgust. When we talk about reparations, this is commonly associated with black Americans being compensated for centuries of slavery. So it's about compensating black Americans who are the descendants of enslaved people for the inhumane suffering of their ancestors. And so Senator Tuberville's remarks equating reparations with people who commit crimes is not only ignorant, but it's a racist comment. The senator ultimately was suggesting that descendants of black slaves are criminals. So ultimately, he was calling all black people criminals. Uh, and I will say, you know, it's well established in the literature that Americans, uh, particularly uh, white individuals, strongly tend to associate criminal activity with race and race with criminal activity. That is, more specifically, blacks are generally characterized and perceived as being aggressive, hostile, criminal, and violent. And so the senator's comments was directed to white voters and trying to evoke these preconceived notions that black people are the ones responsible for crime. Thus, if they are the ones who are responsible for committing crimes, then they're not deserving of anything else, let alone reparations. Who is committing most of the crimes in our country? There's a ton of research that shows that the public does tend to overestimate the proportion of crimes committed by black people. But according to the FBI's data that was released in December 2021, so less than a year ago, there was more than 7 million people who were known by law enforcement to engage in criminal activity. Of those who offended, more than half, 51% were white, 30% were black, and 2% were of other races. And then the race was unknown for about 17% of these reported known offenses. So I just want to really highlight, based upon the FBI's data, we see that 51%, the majority of people who actually engage in crimes are actually white, right? But there, again, there is this perception that black individuals are the ones who are more likely to engage in criminal activity. Jennifer Cobina professor of criminal justice at Michigan State University, responding to Tommy Tuberville's comments over the weekend at a Donald Trump rally in Nevada. 8-14 on WTOP, a lot of playoff baseball to watch. We've got the Cleveland game on the screen right here in the studio. Rob, watching it all for you, coming up. Your parents gave you their very best. Families agree that the memory care at Kindly Assisted Living rises above the ordinary. And now it's more affordable than ever. I had been doing everything for mom. It was hard to just hand over a lot of the responsibilities that I had. And it took me a few weeks, but as I began to see mom comfortably slipping into the routine and to the staff, to everything, I began to realize it was perfect for her. They were providing things that I could not. It gave me such peace of mind to know that mom was now being given the very best personalized care at Kinley. Mom is safe, comfortable, and engaged in activities that allow her to thrive in ways she hasn't in a long time. I realized Kinley Memory Care was perfect for her. Kinley is part of Asbury Methodist Village, Montgomery County's premier retirement community. Act now for significant annual savings. Kinley at Asbury.org, an equal opportunity housing provider, Eagle accredited, Sage Care certified. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 8-15, and we're going to Rob Woodfork. All right, starting with baseball, the American League Divisional Series in New York now in the second inning of what remains a scoreless game one between the uh, Yankees and Guardians. And it's a little refreshing to see a bit of a pitcher's duel early on because the first two games were pretty high scoring today. The Houston Astros saw Justin Verlander get roughed up in a four-inning start against the Seattle Mariners. Uh, they would go into the eighth inning down four runs, but Jordan Alvarez with uh, two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning hit a three-run homer, lifting Dusty Baker's squad to a miracle 8-7 win for the early series lead in the National League. The Phillies' 7-6 uh, winner over the Braves, so they steal home field advantage from their NL East rival, and we're more than an hour from first pitch at Chavez Ravine between the L.A. Dodgers and and San Diego Padres. The Washington Commanders preparing for a crucial game in Chicago. That means more for Ron Rivera's job security than it does the hopes of what's fast becoming a lost 2022 season. Yet Rivera had to put out a fire he himself set yesterday with comments critical of his quarterback. For the most part, we just we just had to make sure it was clarified yesterday, last night, and then today I had an opportunity to speak to the players. And, and I was very, you know, up front and just told them, hey, that's on me. I should know better. Me of all people should know better, to be honest. I mean, I've been doing this quite some time, and for me not to finish my thought completely, I messed up. Yeah, Carson Wentz took it all in stride. He was also limited at practice with a shoulder. The Ravens' next opponent might be without their punter Sunday. The Giants punter Jamie Gillen, who's known as the Scottish Hammer because he's, well, Scottish, He's still in London two days after the win over the Packers because of a passport issue. So right now the uh, Giants kind of scrambling to uh, line up a uh, backup punter until uh, Gillen can get his uh, passport uh, all squared away. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you tonight on WTOP. Russian forces unleashed a fresh barrage of missiles on Ukraine one day after strikes that killed at least 19 people. G7 leaders meeting today promised Ukraine would get help to fight Russia for as long as is needed. The Biden Justice Department is asking the U.S. Supreme Court to turn away the Trump legal team's appeal in the Mar-a-Lago documents case. The Trump team wants the justices to overturn a lower court ruling and allow a legal expert known as a special master to review about 100 classified documents the FBI seized from the former president's home. Angela Lansbury has died. She kicked up her heels on Broadway. She played a communist agent in the film The Manchurian Candidate, also a singing teapot in Beauty and the Beast, and she solved endless murders as crime novelist Jessica Fletcher in the long-running CBS TV series Murder, she wrote. Angela Lansbury was 96. Stay with WTOP for more about these stories in just minutes. 818. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks with Bob Imler in the traffic center. And Virginia 95 southbound hasn't completely cleared out of Woodbridge. It's still pretty slow getting over the Occoquan to 123, but beyond that, the pace is good. No work zones in place on 66 as of yet. Traffic continues to run well in both directions. Around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, all is quiet. Prince George's County northbound 210. That is very slow getting up past the work zone from Kirby Hill up toward the Beltway. You're getting by uh, single file to the left there. And northbound New Hampshire Avenue had a crash at the Beltway along the right side of the roadway. In the district, southbound in the 3rd Street Tunnel, the ramp to go east on 695 and towards South Capitol Street. There is a crash on that ramp. And uh, traffic on uh, 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each doing well. On I-70 eastbound, still down it was single lane getting by to the right just after 270 with a long-standing truck crash there. 
Traffic is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, proud to serve members of the Armed Forces, DOD veterans, and their families. The members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast. We're checking in again this evening with Mike Steneford. We've had a beautiful couple days across the region. Changes start tomorrow, and we can see a good dousing of rain by Thursday. For tonight, another quiet night under fair skies, lows the range of the 40 suburbs to lower 50s near the district. Partly sunny skies on Wednesday. One more mild day with a high in the low to mid-70s. We can see some morning showers on Thursday. Then we'll get a brief break, but by Thursday afternoon, we may see rain heavy at times. And a risk of strong, possibly severe thunderstorms, it'll be breezy as we get up to a high near 70. Partly cloudy skies will stay breezy on Friday. It'll be a little bit cooler with a high in the mid to upper 60s. First part of the weekend looks great. Saturday, partly cloudy and pleasant. Highs will be in the low to mid 70s. Turning cloudy on Sunday with a chance of some afternoon showers as a cold front comes our way. Highs on Sunday will be in the lower 70s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stennerford. College Park 62 and Bowie 60. Leesburg, 61 degrees, down to the 50s and upper 40s overnight. Brought to you by New Look Home Design. Pay for half your new roof later and half never. Straight ahead tonight on WTOP. An arrest in the Caribbean in connection with last week's death of an Arlington man on vacation. I'm Dick Iuliano. Stay close. It's 820. Fall is the perfect season for remodeling your kitchen. And Bray and Scarf is the perfect place to do it. We're the kitchen remodeling experts. Handling everything from design to measurement to installation with the area's best selection of cabinets, countertops, and appliances. At Brain Scarf, we've installed over 20,000 kitchens. Our professional kitchen designers can help you make the most of yours with the easier way to remodel your kitchen, the Bray way. Start creating your dream kitchen at the Bray & Scarf Fall Remodeling Event. Going on now with great deals on the best appliances. Get free basic installation on select GE Profile and Cafe Wall Ovens and Cooktops. And get free basic installation on select Monogram Professional Series Appliances. Shop local and visit any of Bray & Scarf's convenient locations. Or shop online at BrayAndScarf.com where it doesn't cost more to get more. 63 degrees in Annapolis this evening. It's 822. With a silent approach to security, agencies often find they're unable to handle the changing nature of today's threat environment. To keep pace with dynamic attacks and ensure greater peace of mind, agencies are on the lookout for more centralized visibility and quick resolution of their security issues. Trellix is at the forefront of the XDR revolution, pioneering a brand new way to bring detection, response, and remediation together in a single living security solution. Learn more about XDR. Visit Trellix.com. Recently, I wanted to take my sister out for her birthday, and I wanted someplace out of the ordinary, so I took her to Fogo to Shone. I love going to Fogo because of the wide variety of foods we can try. You see, at Fogo, you don't just order one thing. You can try all of their fire-roasted meats. Now, my sister is more of a lamb chop person, so she was happy with how tender and juicy they were, while my favorite was the porterhouse. Cooked bone-in and served tableside, it was out of this world. Experience Fogo to Shone for yourself. Make a reservation at Tyson's Bethesda or Penn Quarter at Fogo.com. This is WTOP News. 823 and new this evening. An arrest has been made in the Turks and Caicos Islands in last week's death of Kent Carter, an Arlington NAACP leader killed while on vacation. WTOP's Dick Giuliano with the details this evening. Kent Carter was on the islands marking his 40th birthday with an extended weekend stay. A driver was returning him to his hotel last Sunday when the car was fired on by suspected drug gangs. 
TCI Police Commissioner Trevor Botting says a man's been arrested suspected of involvement in the shooting. An arrest has been made of a person of interest who remains in custody in connection with their involvement in serious crime, possession of firearms and ammunition and possession of drugs. Carter was a beloved community activist in Arlington, a realtor and an army veteran. The Turks and Caicos Islands are under a State Department travel advisory because of criminal activity. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. An audit of Montgomery County Public Schools is giving leadership a better understanding of the impact that race and racism have on teaching and learning. The anti-racist audit was performed by Mid-Atlantic Equity Consortium and presented to the Montgomery County Board of Education just today. Back in 2020, when Superintendent Monifa McKnight was deputy superintendent, she kicked off this study of district policies and practices to make sure the public school system had a clear understanding of how well the district was serving all students. The audit calls on the school system to develop a clear, system-wide, comprehensive approach to achieve an anti-racist school system. We're learning more about the number of pre-K through fifth grade students who are not caught up with their routine vaccinations in D.C. public schools. City leaders say 24 D.C. public school families have refused to comply with the requirements ahead of today's deadline. More than 1,000 families say they're waiting on paperwork to be processed or they've agreed to make appointments for their kids. Councilmember Christina Henderson says up-to-date vaccines are essential to keep everyone safe. I hope that people know that that's like at the crux of this is literally how do we keep, in some of these cases, very potentially deadly viruses or, or paralyzing viruses from our young people. The vaccination deadline for middle and high school students is November 4th. The Loudoun County School Board this evening is listening to three options for next year's school calendar. The main differences between the three involve the school start and end dates, which affect the number of days in each quarter and where some student holidays fall. One option is on August 24th and ends June 14th, so you'd start August 24th and end June 14th. 19 holidays and student holidays, the same number as this year. The start and end dates for option two are August 21st to kick off the school year and end on the 7th of June. You'd get 20 holidays in that case. One more option here would have school start in early September on the 5th and end June 18th with 17 holidays. All three options, though, have you going to school for 174 days. 825. Money News 25 and 55. Jeff Claypaw. The Dow ended Tuesday up 36, but the Nasdaq lost another 1%. American Airlines says its third quarter revenue is likely 19% higher than third quarter 2019 before the pandemic. The National Federation of Independent Business says its small business optimism survey rose for the third straight month this month. GM is starting a new company called GM Energy that will produce and sell residential electric vehicle chargers and accessories. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Asian markets are mixed, and the group of seven nations stands united against Russian aggression in Ukraine. Ukrainians say they are more resolved than ever after a series of missile strikes across their country. That was for a second day in a row. 826, we've got all the details on the way. Going up. If so, you already know the International Union of Elevator Constructors Local 10. From Dulles Airport to the West Wing of the White House, IUEC Local 10 services the D.C. area's most important elevators, escalators, and moving walkways. With IUEC Local 10, you're getting extensively trained constructors from a federally registered national apprenticeship program. To partner with us, go to elevatorinfo.org. IUEC Local 10, a proud supporter of Helmets to Hard Hats.